Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Steelers' speedy receiver, Calvin Austin III, says he has three or four gears. But can he stay on the field? Welcome to the Steelers' update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Calvin Austin III earned the nickname Speedy Smurf for his combination of fast running and lack of size. He was supposed to add another dimension to the Steelers' offense in 2022. Instead, Austin never got out of the starting blocks. At 5'8", 162 pounds, Austin was sidelined all last season by a foot injury that eventually led to surgery last fall. Flash forward to the summer of 2023, and Austin says he's feeling both healthy and fast. He's lined up in the Steelers' starting blocks, ready to finally flash his 4.32 40-yard dash speed on the football field. Anticipation is sky-high among Steelers' nation, for what amounts to Austin's Pittsburgh debut after a redshirt year of working extensively to develop, to develop chemistry with Kenny Pickett, despite having yet to appear in a live game. Austin told the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette this about developing that relationship with the Steelers' second-year QB. Quote, during the year, we weren't able to get the chemistry down, but we were still able to talk throughout the season. It's been a continuous building of chemistry. We couldn't do it during the season, but it really never stopped, unquote. And that includes throughout the offseason and this spring and obviously now through uh, OTAs and the coming training camp at Latrobe. Word out of all these Steelers practices is that the off-criticized offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, plans to deploy Austin all over the field as the team's fourth receiver behind Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, and veteran Allen Robinson. Running back Najee Harris calls Austin, quote, a kind of a unicorn. He figures to be a factor in any number of screens and jet sweeps, all designed to get the football into the speedy Smurfs' hands with space to turn on the jets and do some damage downfield. Quote, we're still massaging his role, said wide receivers coach Frischman Jackson to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Quote, we're putting him in different places, just finding out what he's good at in a natural role for him and using his strengths and his talents to exploit the defense. Thank God we've got training camp coming up and we're not playing tomorrow because we can still find out what his role is, unquote. 
added Canada to Steelers reporters last week on Austin, quote, what Calvin brings to the table and his unique skill set is something that I'm excited about and I know our whole staff and organization is excited about, unquote. Excited? Yeah, but also cautious. Because at 5'8", 162, Austin's diminutive size is going to constantly raise durability concerns in the rough and tumble of the NFL. Even Austin still sounds somewhat unsure about his long, slow journey back from injury and surgery. He told this to the Post-Gazette, quote, I do feel as fast, but honestly, I think by the time August comes, I'll feel my full speed. It's like I'm there, but I still know I've got a little more in the tank. I'm in a position now where I feel well enough to know I can get to those next three or four years, unquote. Hey, Steelers fans would love nothing more than to see Austin hit high gear and blow by defenders especially in the Ravens' secondary. You'll remember, that's the team the Steelers outwitted in the 2022 draft to land Austin out of Memphis at pick 138, one selection before Baltimore. Austin seems to realize the monumental moment that awaits as he finally gets to flash his speed in a live Steelers game. But to remain a factor on the field for a full season, the speedy Smurf says he, he is now better in tuned with his finely tuned and now fully healthy body. Quote, I've learned a lot about taking care of my body, Austin told the Post-Gazette. Right now, it's more about conditioning, getting my hamstrings, my ankles, my calves used to the power and the cuts and long route running. It's just a continuous process of learning me and my body. I've just learned a lot from my rookie season from talking to some vets. Until you go through it, you don't realize how much of a grind that is, unquote. Well, the grind and the Steelers' glory that such hard work can bring are only beginning for Calvin Austin III. Hey, we have much more on the very intriguing Steelers offense coming for 2023. Plus, an update on Joey Porter Jr.'s prospects for playing time this season, all in a jam-packed episode of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and don't miss my full print column first thing Thursday on Penn Live. It will be packed with plenty of memes, bringing the latest, greatest Steelers debate to life and to laughs. Right now, let's get right to it. It's a new season, and concussion-prone Steelers QB, Kenny Pickett, has a new helmet. It's one designed to protect against the traumatic head injuries that plagued the quarterback out of pit last season. Mark Caboli, writing for The Athletic, fills us in on this new headgear that could go a long way in safeguarding the Steelers' season. Quote, during spring practices, Pickett switched to the Ficus Zero Two Matrix helmet designed specifically for quarterbacks and specifically for the uh, head-to-the-turf punishment they endure. 
quote, I showed up and it was in my locker, Kenny Pickett said recently about this cutting-edge safety technology he was given about a month ago. I told them, yes, I will try it. Throw it in there, unquote. Pickett was alluding to what is the latest and best-rated helmet in the NFL, and the NFL Players Association approved the helmet this spring, which again is specifically designed for quarterbacks to help prevent concussion. Now, you'll remember Pickett suffered two concussions 56 days apart last fall during that rookie season. It cost him nearly two full games and part of another. In a very similar fashion, both concussions occurred from a whiplash tackle that led the back of Pickett's head slamming against the turf. The standard 0-2 Matrix helmet is designed to reduce the severity of helmet-to-helmet impacts. The quarterback-specific version, the 0-2 Matrix QB, is designed to reduce the severity of helmet-to-ground impacts, which NFL data says account for approximately half of the quarterback concussions in 2022. That was part of an 18% increase in concussions last season, and that of course includes both of Pickett's. Tests showed more than a 20% mitigation of impact for helmet-to-ground hits compared to the standard helmet. Now, Pickett changed helmets midway through last season after that second concussion. He went from the Rydell Speed Flex, now that's the most popular helmet in the NFL and the model he wore in college at Pitt, to the Rydell Axiom. But neither of those is among the top five helmets in the NFL ratings. And if Pickett chooses to stick with the 0-2 Matrix QB model that he used in the spring, he would be wearing the top-rated helmet for non-linemen. Quote, they said it was best, the best one for quarterbacks, so I said, fine, give it to me, Pickett was quoted as saying. But what makes the 0-2 QB more appealing to Pickett? Well, it's fitted specifically for the quarterback's head. I mean, it's molded, it's custom. The Matrix system creates a form-fit helmet by offering different interior contours. Quote, I trust our guys to put the best helmets in there, said Pickett. He plans to stick with the helmet unless another one proves better. Quote, if it's comfortable, it's fine with me, unquote. And while Pickett has yet to make a final decision on his helmet for the full season, Caboli concludes that it's clear that keeping Pickett healthy is the Steelers' top priority, as well it should be. For so goes Kenny Pickett, so goes the Steelers' season. Hey, it's already apparent that another Steeler, Joey Porter Jr., is already one of the most popular players in Pittsburgh. You know, he has that Steelers lineage, having that legend linebacker for a father. But the question remains, when will the touted cornerback out of Penn State, who was picked at the top of the second round of the 2023 draft, when will he actually take the field for the Steelers? 
Mike DeFabo, writing for The Athletic, identifies two distinct paths for Porter to earn his spot in game day lineups this season. DeFabio writes, quote, path one, beat out an incumbent. He writes, the most direct way for Porter to start as a rookie is to supplant one of the established corners on the roster, that being Patrick Peterson or more likely Levi Wallace. But that might be easier said than done. Peterson is an eight-time pro bowler who's already made a compelling case for Ken. Of course, his last Pro Bowl nod was back in 2018, and he had five interceptions in Minnesota last season. And that was only one off the league lead. What about Wallace? Well, he has a history of exceeding expectations and outperforming players of pedigree, and this dates back to his college days. Wallace, who ranked second on the Steelers with four interceptions last season, isn't going to give up his starting job without a hell of a fight. The two cornerbacks who start in those base packages will play every or nearly every defensive snap each game. So supplanting one of those two would be Porter's path to the biggest role for 2023. But again, as, as DeFabio wrote, it's probably the more unlikely route. Path two, however, is much more uh, amenable to Porter's path, and that is sub-packages. DeFabio writes throughout OTAs and minicamp, and a second and somewhat unexpected path for Porter has emerged, and that is the Steelers' sub-packages. Peterson, who spent the first dozen years of his career as an outside corner, has long lobbied for an opportunity to roam around the defense. He confirmed the Steelers have dabbled with the idea of moving him into the slot in nickel and dime packages. That development is noteworthy in its own regard, and the ripple effect is even more interesting as it would pave the way for Porter on the outside. The Steelers released incumbent slot corner Arthur Mollette this offseason and added Shandon Sullivan, who started 30 games predominantly in the slot with the Packers and in 2022 alongside Peterson with the Vikings. Porter's opportunities to play in sub-packages will hinge not only on his own play, but also on how coaches feel about Peterson and Sullivan in these various roles. Would they prefer a nickel package with Peterson and Wallace outside? with Sullivan or another corner safety in the slot, or Peterson in the slot and Wallace and perhaps Porter outside. If Peterson thrives in this new role, the Steelers might see the latter configuration as the only way to put their best five defensive backs on the field altogether. In that scenario, Porter would not play every snap, but his role would be significant. Bottom line, according to Fabo, is, quote, as the season unfolds, the more success the Steelers have in sub-packages, the more opportunities for Porter to get in games as a rookie. And hey, let's say Pittsburgh can't wait to see the Penn State kid with the Steelers legend for a dad play and play often and, of course, play well. And it looks like, based on the way the defense is being uh, constructed, for 2023, the arrow is pointed up for Porter. 
And of course, we'll follow that and everything else related to the Steelers and, and this coming season that we're all so excited about. It's right here on your Steelers Update podcast with is fresh, steaming hot every Wednesday with all the latest, greatest Steelers takes coming out of the 412 area code. So sign up wherever you get your podcast, your audio, so you get it automatically and you don't miss an episode and you stay plugged in to the Pittsburgh Football Network. And we'll have more for you next time and have a great July 4th. And let's look forward to training camp at St. Vincent's in Latrobe, the best setting for August football there is on this planet. We'll see you soon and we'll see you next week. And we'll be ready to rock with the latest Steelers news. Until then, let's go Steelers.